Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, it is very clear and very obvious that there are about to be lots of losses suffered by flippers who are flipping luxury properties, properties above the median. There are likely also some limited partners in syndications and commercial properties that are looking at potentially some significant losses. So what I thought Omar and I would do is we would pretend like we were in the hallway. Uh, We will have one of these people in front of us that is in this funk, in this bad spot. And uh, we will say what we have to say to hopefully encourage them to take action. So, Omar, you just came back from an event. We talked about video number two where there was a lot of hallway conversations, a lot of people scared, a lot of people suffering their first losses, and they just don't know what to do. So what are, what, what are some of the advice you may have given or you would give to somebody who's staring at taking a loss? What would you say? Well, first and foremost, what kind of loss are you looking at that you're going to be you know, uh, receiving? Um, is it a flip that's already finished? If it's, is it a project that's midstream? Um, is it an acquisition that all of a sudden your ARV is not the same and you're, you know, you're already closed and you just finished closing it with other people's money plus your hard money? Like there's a lot of factors there, you know, and I'm just right. talking about the investment. Yeah. So, let, so let's break it down. Let's break down all three of those. So okay. let's, let's assume number one, it's a, a project you bought six months ago. Okay. Uh, you hadn't adjusted your ARV. You completed it on time, on budget, so no surprises. But now you bring it to market, and the market's yeah. not there. And you have your hard money costs just eating you alive every month. Let's assume there's a $50,000 loss minimum. You have to take okay. a price drop. You have to take okay. a loss. What do you do? If you got to take that loss, how much of that is your money? That's what you got to ask yourself. How much of it is your money personally invested, not your private money lender, because your hard money is going to get paid regardless because you got the first. And then your hard money, your your gap funding is your second. So let's hope there's still a little bit above it and you didn't get 100% of the rehab as well that was factored in. Because if that's the case, um, you're not going to be able to, you're going to have to come out of pocket to pay all your debts off. So that's my next question is, how much of it is your money? Let's Michael. assume that we're talking to this individual and they're saying, I, I'm going to have to come to the table with it, with at least 20 grand. I'm that far upside okay. down. I'm going to, I'm going to, I have to go to my bank account and take $20,000 of personal cash. And let's be very clear. It only gets worse from here. That's what a lot of For people sure. don't realize, right? 20 grand is, is, is the best option. You wait a month. It's now 25 and it's 28 that the money just keeps eating you alive. So, all right. So, I'm looking at a 20k, 20K. loss, Omar. I gotta, I gotta take it out of my pocket, but I don't want to. Can't the market turn? Aren't rates gonna go lower? Can't I just hold on a little longer? Come on, come on, tell me it's gonna be okay, Omar. No, you know what you should do? Grab that credit card, pull it out of your cash advance, and get rid of that debt. 100% get rid of that debt because you have a balloon payment on that first. I'm sure that you're having a balloon payment on that second as well. So if the market keeps on going down. And then your cost of money that you borrowed increases because it's another month. It's another month and it's not rented. So it doesn't cover it. 
there's not even a wash yeah. because what is that's just a band-aid on a on a gi a ginormous wound that's just bleeding out everywhere yeah. so pretty soon you're gonna have valuation lower and your cost basis increases, so now your gap keeps getting bigger and bigger. Your 20K now is 35,000 in the next four months or five exactly. months because of deep because of devaluation, because of all of the other properties that are on the market that are competing against yours for a better price, a better square footage, a better house. That buyer, that consumer is going to buy the other house before they buy yours. Yeah. Yeah, what I would tell someone again, I've been in this market a long time. I coached people through this the last crisis. Take the take the quick L. In fact, you and I had private conversations, and you did that. Uh, you people can go back and listen to you. You had some very open videos talking about your L's and your six figure loss and, and all of those things. Uh, the fast loss is the good loss. It. The other thing I would tell that person in the hallway is the loss is going to hurt, but it'll hurt more every week, every month that goes by. And lastly, if you don't fix it now, your mental game is going to be gone. Wrecked. 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 Just case in point, it was $2,200 a month. That was my nut on one of the properties, that one that I lost, right? And I'm like, okay, I mean, 2,200 bucks, I can float it, fine. And yeah, I, have, I have rental income. I got yeah. rental income that, that supports it, no problem. It's all good. It was more of a paper loss because I knew that, hey, if you close it before the end of the year, I'm going to take the 100K as a paper loss, reduce it from my taxable income. So now it's a win-win, even though yeah. it still stings, yeah. but the IRS doesn't make any more money, which yeah. is great, right? So it's it's a double-edged sword, but at the same time, that 2200 bucks freed my mind. Exactly. Like, I, that that 100K is gone, right? Yeah, but it was, it was it already gone. Yep. It was already gone. I didn't receive it back. It's not in my bank account. So it's like, all right, well, if it's not removed from my bank account, then fine. It was just, it's gone, right? Because you were kind of mentally already checked out. But if, but every single time, Michael, we were on this call before I closed it or before I sold it, it was occupying space in my brain. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't allowing new stuff to come in and let me go recreate something to offset that 100K. Exactly right. And that's sometimes you got to lose that 20K, that 30K, the 40K. So you're able to go get 100, 150K in profits. Yeah. Because now you're mentally stronger. Yeah. So let's let's turn this up a notch. Let's assume you're about to lose a limited partner or private money. Mm. You're going to lose somebody you know, somebody in your family, some friend. You're going to lose 20 grand and you just don't okay. have it. Damn. All right. Let's have that conversation. Perfect. I, I got. Yeah, no problem. So your your uh, private money guy or lady, um, you're not going to be able to pay them off, and you don't yeah. have the money to pay them off on that one project that you borrowed, and you thought that it was going to, you know, set it you was free. A, it was a home run, and blah blah blah. It was a home run, right? You struck out instead. I would go to the private money person and say, "Listen, I we need to close this thing. We're bleeding. I want to pay you everything that I owe you." Can you do this for me? If it's a $30,000 negative from the 100K they gave you, so they're going to receive 70, and that's that $30,000 is going to be a paper loss to that investor, this is what I'd like you guys all to do. Ask that investor if they will take a $30,000 carry on one of your assets or personally, um, you know, just yeah. a per promissory note, 
and then you pay that private lender X amount every single month. You're still losing all of it. You still owe $30,000, but most private investors, they might appreciate that you even gave them that option that you want to pay them and make them right. Yeah. But now it's you're paying them over a course of 12 months, go and create some more income, increase your earned income so you can start paying them off. And then be whole. that is exactly how you keep that private lender happy. And they'll probably work with you again because you didn't back away and you didn't say, well, I'm sorry. Here you go. Here's your 70,000. Yeah. Didn't work out. Sorry. Bye. You're rich. You're rich. You don't need it. I'm telling you, like, this will work. And if it doesn't, then you got to go borrow some money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, you know, I have a saying in sales and I think it applies here. Uh, bad news doesn't get better with time. No, nope. call them up if you can meet face to face and just tell them exactly where you are at. And you're absolutely right. I would do the same thing. I'm going to get you every penny, every every penny I can when we sell this loser, and then I will take a note, whether I secure to get something else I have or it's just a a regular note, and it'll be that I owe you, and I will pay you X amount until it's over. Private lenders can never lose money. Because your reputation will be trash. I know there's people out there that will say stupid things like, oh, they're rich. They don't need it. Like the $30,000 doesn't hurt. Are you freaking kidding me? That arrogant attitude <clears throat> is, is horrible. You borrowed horrible. somebody's money that they put together, saved whatever. You're only giving them 70 k back, no return. And if you just write it off, you, you will, you'll, you'll never borrow private money again. Your reputation nope. is trashed. Done. Yeah. Done. done. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it, it, it'll just be well, forthcoming. Say, Hey, this yeah. is, this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. And then let's just have the final conversation. Let's assume you're into a deal. It's only hard money. It's a one year term or six month term. It's with a big hard money lender. They're not going to play ball with you. Um, you know, my advice is Ooh. foreclosures happen. Foreclosures happen. They're going to take it back. Now, how much of a um, take back, Michael? Is it a hundred thousand dollar loss? Is it a because a hundred thousand dollar loss uh, to a first? Yeah. Um, uh, that's going to be tough. At at what point do you want to value your credit? Yeah. Or value the relationship that you just created because they will foreclose on you. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, and if you don't have no money out of pocket, all right. Well, it's a lot easier to yeah, walk later away. because yeah. yeah. You don't have no money in the game, yeah. but that's going to be a decision. I, I've, I've never been in that situation uh, myself personally, yeah. but it's, you know, it, it can uh, happen. It, it was, I mean, there, it, it, there will, be, there will be hard money. There will be hard money vendors that foreclose. There's no question. It, and you can't short sale them because it, you actually, you actually could. You know, you could, like normal institutionals, them. exactly. Mm -hmm. Normal institutions, you could short sale and say, hey, the market's at 200. I owe you three. Sorry, but here's 200K. Yeah. Most traditional banks will, you know, most likely approve it. Yeah. But someone like Michael or myself, if we're giving money, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, we're going to go no, through I'll the whole process. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to cause house. as much pain as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So again, I think... Um, the the big the big lesson here I kind of have two I'm of two minds. First, okay. take the L early, which is something you proved and executed on. 
Second, over communicate with your lenders, especially if it's private or hard especially. money. Especially. Yep. Over communicate. Yeah. So that's my kind of advice. If I had somebody in the hallway and again, unfortunately I've had hundreds of these conversations. It was very common in 08, 09 and 10 uh, to talk to people uh, who frankly gambled and got caught up in the hype and uh, it can happen. It, it can happen, but guys remember right now there's a lot of equity still. Yeah, you're right. All time high equity. That means you didn't buy right. Yes. Means you got you got cocky and you didn't buy right in, in an appreciating market, right? The last three years, four years. So go back and do your work to study the market. Like we always talk about, know your market, right? Absolutely. And then put in that work, buy a little, buy, you got to buy deeper for this to happen, you know, yeah. for this. So this doesn't happen. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, that's all like it's, there's all kinds of scenarios and stuff, but yeah, hopefully that helps. Yeah, so again, over communicate, <clears throat> take the small L move on again. There's a lot of opportunity coming. <clears throat> Uh, the strong will get stronger. Uh, I, I look forward to 2023 and 2024. Omar, where can people find you? Guys, follow me on um, IG, Invest with Omar, or go to my YouTube, at Omar Alfaro. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you.